You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hi, guys. I'm Ari. And I'm Ange. And this is Girls Gone Bible, a Christian podcast, a.k.a. Jesus for Degenerates. Jesus for Degenerates. So today we are... When this comes out, this is going to be probably the day after Thanksgiving, but we wanted to do a whole episode kind of talking about gratitude and what that means and why we should be grateful as Christians. And while we celebrate Thanksgiving and just gratitude in general. Yeah, we have some really cool announcements to make. What's the announcement? Well, first and foremost, Angela is four years sober. Is it today? It'll be yesterday when this comes out. Four years sober. Mm-hmm. Do you know how proud I am of you? Thank you. No, um, really. What? Go ahead. No, nothing. I love you. Thank I you. I just want to say that you living this sober lifestyle is helping so many people. You're freeing so many people, helping so many people. The fact that you're so vulnerable that you can sit on, sit up on here and share your story. And because a lot of, I know how hard that was for you to be vulnerable, to share those deep, dark things about yourself and yeah. your past. And the fact that you can sit here and share your story to help others. I'm just so proud of you. It literally makes me want to cry. I'm serious. I love you so much. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. This is a really big day. (laughs) What is it? I just wanted to get you something today. Wow. I go to the store. I ask them for a lighter. They give me this like 1980 strike matchbox. (laughs) Wait. Thank you. you Something. Okay, hopefully but, I don't light my hair Are we even fire. allowed to? <laughs> are we? Yeah, oh, well. whatever. Okay, ready? Wow, do I make happy, a wish? Happy, sh- are you happy four years to you. You just <laughs> blew out my candle. So <laughs> you are so <laughs> mean. Okay, action. Happy four years to Yo, we're going to start a fire in here and get happy sued. Happy four years to you. Happy four years, dear sister. Happy four years to you. Make a wish. Do I make a wish? Um, I hope to stay sober for the rest of my life. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I will, obviously. Do you want to eat that? Uh, Maybe not right now. Yeah, maybe never. I knew you weren't going to eat this because you don't eat that stuff. Okay, so one thing... I want to say is that the one Angela is very easy to please. She's very laid back. She doesn't need much in this life. But one thing that makes her eyes light up like a Christmas tree is when we get to go to 7-Eleven. Is it two times or three times a day? Maybe like twice. Maybe Probably three three. times. <laughs> she so she we will pull into 7-Eleven and you just see her face. Woo! <laughs> She is all packed. You know, I don't leave to the buy house. one of these. This is the if you want the way to Angela's heart, 
Just get her a quest bar. Not any quest bar. It has to be the cookie dough one. I love that one. So I say to her, and just get a box. She said, but the thrill of driving in and just buying them, it makes me happy. So I said, you know what? If that's what makes you happy. Thank you so much. So, it really is my birthday. Okay, why are you opening it? I want to Okay. I'm okay Why right now. Really it's it's like a dessert. I'm telling you, I'm not. It's not for nothing. Okay. Um. Wow. Thank you. This is a beautiful day. So much to be grateful for. You know who will eat that later? You. <laughs> actually, this is good because you always get mad. Because I don't like this. Actually, okay. <laughs> you with your mouth closed. Oh. You Did you hear anything I said? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, four years sober today. I think that it's really fitting that I got sober on Thanksgiving in wow. 2019. That is so crazy, I actually. When I you know. think about it. It's the number one thing that I'm most grateful for in life is my sobriety. It's beautiful. Um, I, If you're new here and you don't know, I um, <laughs> had a little bit of an alcohol problem at one point, but it was, it was really due to like severe anxiety and panic attacks. And I started self-medicating with alcohol um, and it led to just a really scary, dark time in my life. Um, a dark time that truly is, it's where I found Jesus. Um, I had been a Christian and praying a lot during this time, but I, I, I believe that alcohol and drugs will really separate you from God. I really believe that it clouds your spiritual life and you are unable to, I just don't even think you can have a spiritual life when you're drinking no. and doing drugs like that. Um, and so I had been praying to God for a while begging him. I even have a journal entry that's a little personal. I don't know if, I, I mean, Ari's done it, so I have to do it too. It's, do it every week. <laughs> I, I like, <laughs> I need, I, I needed him so badly. And, and when the time was right, he, he helped me by the grace of God, truly by the strength of God. It wasn't by my own might. On Thanksgiving, I, I picked up my last drink, put it down and never picked it back up again. And I never will for the rest of my life. And it's been challenging, of course, especially the first like six months after getting sober where like I wasn't even here. I was Angela was here, but the the no the lights were on, but nobody was home. Um, I was like a zombie. I was just like reacclimating myself and my body back into society. It was really it's insane. The effects that alcohol has on your physical health and your emotional health. Um but then after that, after like God healed me from the from the damage that I had done, mm -hmm. this has been the easiest thing of my life because I have I am not in alignment with God more than anything than this decision to stop drinking. Mm. I know that I can't drink and I don't want to. And that's why it's so easy. I know that God doesn't want that for me. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't go to AA. I didn't go to rehab. I don't go to therapy. I didn't do anything. Literally me and Jesus quit drinking and we hate it. And that's, that's how I'm able to get through it. I don't need a sponsor. I don't need help. Like I know, you know, for anyone that's new, maybe somebody's going through this right now. Can you kind of go through the steps that you did when you got sober with God? Yeah. I, so it was prayer, prayer at that time. I wasn't reading the Bible yet, mm -hmm. but I had so many people. I had my mom praying over me. I had my pastor in Florida praying over me and I started praying for myself. I would go to church every single day and just pray. I started journaling and yeah, I can't, let's hear it. I would love to hear it. It's so sad. 
Um, so this was written on November uh, November 15, 2019, and it's about like two weeks before I got sober. I was truly in the darkest point of my life. I was... I was surrounded by darkness. I was filled with darkness. I had no light in my life. I had no light in my eyes. I was a slave to alcohol, to the drink. Like, mm-hmm. I would wake up every day, and that was the ruler of my life. Wow. Um, and as somebody who has an addictive personality, I have to be very careful with yeah. everything in my life. But honestly, even if you don't, like, everybody needs to be careful because I went my whole life being like that. Would n- I would never, I would have never thought that I would be in a position that I'd be so in such a dark place. Mm-hmm. Like, in my head, I'm like, I'm way, like, I'm better than that. I'm bigger than that. Like, no, you're not. You never know. You let things in. You let the open doors. Like, you make every... All the right, wrong um, decisions will lead you to a dark place like that. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with me. And that's what the enemy does. He will get you in little ways and then it accumulates. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in a position you never thought you'd be in. Mm. And then so I said on November 15, 2019, dear Jesus, Jesus, I really need your help. I don't feel good. I haven't felt good in a really long time. When did this happen, Jesus? When did my heart become so sick? Nobody even knows. Nobody knows how bad it is. My thoughts are so loud. It hurts so much. I'm losing Jesus. Please. I'm losing. I need you. Please heal me. I feel like I'm dying every day. What happened, Jesus? Please do something. I can't live like this. I don't want to be alive if it's going to feel like this. Please, Jesus, I'm so scared, but I trust you. I do. I know you will save me. Please, I trust you. I'm begging you. Heal me from this pain. And then in capital letters, I said, I trust you. Thank you, Jesus. It's funny, even when you were in the darkest time where nothing was going right, you still trusted him. And that's the one thing I love about you the most, is you have such an unshakable faith and trust in Jesus, and that's what made my faith so strong with him. I love you so much. It's like, it's weird because the pain feels so far away now. I, I can't even access it. Like, I, I God has restored Every single thing in me that was lost and taken away, every every thing that the enemy meant for evil, he turned for good. And I'm just so far from that person now that it's. I'm so happy I have records like this to show what yeah. I was actually going through. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't remember. Like he really, the old is gone and the new has got like God really did deliver me from all that and made me new in it. So I don't even remember what it feels like. That's beautiful, and I thank you for sharing that because that's not easy to share such a personal thing like that. And so many people, especially L.A. and even back home where I'm from, are just they're they're addicts and they're yeah. struggling and they're dying yeah. and they need help yeah. and they don't know how to get out. Mm-hmm. So thank you because honestly, that is going to help so many people on their journey. Yeah, I the journey with sobriety is a really interesting one, and it's really, um, it can be the most daunting, scary thing of all time to think about getting sober because it's like, who am I without this thing? And I felt that for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not funny without alcohol. Mm. I'm not social. I'm not like cute. I remember I was dating somebody, and I think I've said this before, but I was 
dating someone after Drake. It was like that night. I was probably still drunk. I was bawling my eyes out in these polka dot pajamas. And I said to Jake, I was like, I'm not going to be cute anymore. And he's like, what do you mean? You thought you thought by drinking like it made you. I thought thought that's why I had a personality. (laughs) The enemy truly made me feel like I wasn't going to be funny. I wasn't going to be fun. Like I wasn't going to be dancing on tables. Like I still dance on tables. People are like, God, what did you drink tonight? I know. (laughs) I mean, but there is a life out there for you. I promise a life with no alcohol and no drugs is so worth living. We are so happy. We've said it before, but mm-hmm. we, expe- because we don't have anything artificially stimulating us, we, I don't know what the what the biology is exactly, but the chemicals in our brain, we experience such natural highs. Oh my gosh, that scared <laughs> me so bad. <laughs> that scared me so bad. It's okay. We could just leave it there. Oh, so hole in the wall. Wait, say it again. <laughs> what the heck? We're keeping this on. We have, can you get this here? So we have, me and Ari, like, truly have, we're, we we're, we have natural, we experience natural euphoria on a daily basis. We are truly high all the time. We laugh like crazy. When I was drinking, I was so miserable. I did not laugh. I did not, because my, I don't know what it is, but, like, my receptor, my dopamine, my something was so depleted. Mm-hmm. Because when you do drugs or you drink alcohol you like release all of it at the Mm -hmm. same time and then when that's over you're depleted and you have nothing whereas we have we're like balanced all the time and that took a while I mean for me at least because my brain was so wired since I was a little girl to be in fear and to have anxiety and to be in constant defense because I, I you know I basically like raise myself and I'm like in constant defense mode so that's why I do so much work I think why we are the way we are with Jesus is because we put so much work into him and that's what gives us such a freedom in our hearts and yeah. and, and that goes hand in hand with just leave it can you just leave it I we can't I'm so sorry I it's okay <laughs> the devil doesn't want us talking about this because <laughs> because alcohol and drugs are the devil yeah truly so he's gonna knock down all these walls well, tear him down, Jesus! <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes they get a little... They really need to... I know, we're trying to figure it out. Right I see now. that one coming down there. <laughs> um, but that goes hand in... Oh, my hair. That goes hand in hand. Oh, my hair. <laughs> that goes hand in hand what we're talking about today, which is having a grateful heart and having gratitude. Yeah. And your gratitude and your grateful heart comes from Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and okay, so today's episode really is going to be about gratitude. And I do want to touch on my point in even talking about the sobriety is that I used to have such a complaining spirit and I was miserable. And honestly, like things had happened in my life that contributed to that. So it's not that I was just choosing to be miserable, but at the same time, like while I was in such darkness, I had no, I I could not see, I could not, you could give me a hundred things to be grateful for. And I could only focus on the one thing that was going wrong. And it's like a, it's a heart posture and it's like a brain wiring. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's, you have to undo all of this stuff. And, but my point is God taking me through the most unbelievably painful, dark, and and really awful point in my life, 
I would do it just like you said yesterday. I would do it a hundred times over too because I wake up every single day with a grateful heart because I have spent, a, I had spent a long time waking up in agony and in pain and in anxiety and being sick. I had a sick heart. And so every, I know what it's like to be down bad. So yeah. every day that I wake up, and I didn't feel good physically either. And so every day that I wake up and I feel good, and I and I and I don't and I'm not like um, being tormented by thoughts every day that I even feel slightly OK. I'm grateful for it. It's true. Because I know what it's like to be in a dark place and I never want to go back yeah, there. Yeah. That's, you know? well, that's why the storms and the hard times are almost a blessing. They are. Because you live in such gratitude when you're on the other side. You're like, oh, okay. Like, mm -hmm. you know. Exactly. And and I think too, like getting sober is one of the most humbling things that can ever happen to you because you honestly feel like a child. It's very, it's, it's very vulnerable in a very weird spot to be in to like go through withdrawal to have to like it's just it's weird and it's and nobody understands it unless you've been through it um and so but being in such a humble place also brings out so much gratitude in you because I'm it's like when you're arrogant you feel entitled and and so you're not going to look at all the blessings whereas I am so truly grateful mm -hmm. to just have anything good in my life you know it's what I mean true humility yeah when you get to that place of humility you are just so grateful mm -hmm. always that's God loves a humble heart Ugh. it's the most important thing you always keep a humble heart that's why I'm like, go ahead, bring me through a storm. It's just gonna make me even humbler. And is humbler a word? <laughs> it's gonna humble me. Okay, <laughs> I'll take that out. It's good. I don't know. Maybe it is a word. I um, I will say, you and I like, we're gonna read a couple of psalms today. But you and I, me and Ari are like, we're very aware of the fact that because if you don't know us, you don't know us. But anybody who meets us is often surprised by how we are and and we're very authentic to who we are on the on camera but like people even more so when they meet us they're like people even more so when they meet can we just leave it yeah yeah please um people even more so are able to they're like you guys are really nice mm -hmm. and you're really humble and you genuinely love Jesus. And so we pray all that because we understand that like that's a blessing that we have. It's a blessing. And we never, God forbid, I don't think we ever will, but you never know because there's a lot of people who like they move up, they do more, they get bit whatever and they and they lose that and we just pray every day that we never lose that gratitude, that grateful heart and that humility that we have. Yeah. Yeah. To always keep our hearts off and Keep us with a humble heart. It's the most important thing, you guys. Yeah. Before everything else. Because God will humble you so fast. He will humble him. you so fast. He, he's humbled me before. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to go there again. Thanks for my cake, sis. I know. I want to stick my finger in it, but. Okay. What? I don't know. <laughs> this is kind of <laughs> gross. Okay, we'll take that out. <laughs> um, okay, Psalm 100. A psalm of thanksgiving. No, I'm sorry. A song of praise for the Lord's faithfulness to his people. Wait, where are you? Psalm 100. Where? Why are you not? <laughs> I asked you to get me there. I did. Please eat the cake. You're looking at it. Can you put it down? You, you know how I am with sweets. Just have a little bit. 
I don't want to be like licking frosting off my finger on film. <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. Like that. I truly look like I have a toupee on and I can't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> this is all we talk about. Psalm 100. Right? Okay. Um, psalm 100, a song of praise for the Lord's faithfulness to his people, a psalm of thanksgiving. <clears throat> Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and we, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. If nothing else, truly, if <laughs> you, I'm so sorry. I thought you were reading the other one. I was like, whoa. Did you see my face? <laughs> sorry, I came out hot. If nothing else, if you have nothing to be grateful for, you need to understand that 2,000 years ago, Jesus died on a cross for us. That is more than enough to be grateful for. I say it all the time. If God never did anything else for me again, <laughs> that was enough. But he still chooses to bless me all day long when I don't deserve it. And still chooses to love us unconditionally after we sin and we don't do right and we mess up and we pick. He loves us unconditionally. He, Isn't what a gift. He gives us. So he literally says to us that like you will be punished if you go off course but if you choose to return back to me I will I'll take you back yeah. and it's like with open arms we need us right where we are a call to worship in obedience oh come let us sing to the Lord let us shout joyfully to rock of our salvation let us come before his presence with thanksgiving let us shout joyfully to him with psalms for the Lord is the great God and the great king above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, as in the day of trial in the wilderness, when your father tested me, they tried me, though they saw my work. For 40 years I was grieved with that generation and said, it is a people who go astray in their hearts and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my, in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. I, uh, what makes me feel so grateful is when I do, when I bow down through everything, even when it's not going my way. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I don't see what you're doing, but I know you're working it all out for me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I never used to do that in my prayers. Yeah. My prayers was always, please, God, why, God, please help me. Mm -hmm. It was messing me up bad. Yeah. You know, and when I learned to really just sit and soak in his presence and thank him because there is so much to be thankful for. I know the first part of our prayer should always be praising and thank, thanking him, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Like yeah. we should never be praying without first thanking God for everything he's already done. And there's so much, like there's so much and we have the choice 
to decide what we're going to focus on. And I, I too, I never, I, I've gone through times where I didn't thank him before and I just came through with requests and yeah. it's like no you you be thankful you have gra- you show him gratitude for the things he's already done isn't it well first of all let's let's because thanksgiving it's funny i always spend thanksgiving the whole day cooking yeah and then you say a prayer and then you eat and then people watch the football game and we don't i feel like we don't spend like this year i really want to spend time Talking about Jesus and why we're thankful for him and what are we thankful for? Give me three things you're thankful for. I'm thankful for Girls Gone Bible. I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful for you and my family. We share one brain. I knew that's what you were going to say too. (laughs) Is that what you were going to say? I think I truly, I I could write a million thousand things to be grateful for. That's, I, I have, I have... There's just so much to be grateful for. And I think um, I just let's touch on the fact that like when somebody's not like being grateful, a godly person is always grateful. God hates complaining. He really does. And you can always tell if somebody's grateful by the words that come out of their mouth. Yeah. When somebody is sitting there and I and I have a lot of people um, that I know that are like that. And it's not because they're bad people, but it's their heart posture. It's just their how their brain works to always go to the negative, to focus on that. I can't even be around complaining. No, and it, I, my thing is, is like, I've had friends and I, I don't ever leave people sad. I always want to stick, because sometimes people go through things yeah, and you got to stick by them, whatever. But I have known people that speak such death all yeah. the time, so negative, and nothing would come into their lives. And before I had God, I didn't know, I didn't understand. But it's the truth. You yeah. sit there and you speak only negative when there's so much beauty around you. Mm-hmm. I now can be in such a storm, but I know that I'm in, I, I'm so thankful because mm-hmm. it's like, there's just so much to be grateful for. And I know everything's going to work out in the end. And I know when it's all for a reason, God's doing it all for a reason. Yeah. Um, but it's the truth. When you sit there and speak death, you taught me a lot about that. And I'll catch yeah. myself now if I'm being negative and I'm like, I, I clip it right away. Yeah. And it's normal to be like that sometimes. But I think it's you're just doing yourself such a disservice when you sit there and harp on the negative and the things that are bad. Yeah. Um, we have so much more. We talk about it all the time, but we have so much more control over the way we feel than we think. Mm. Like we have, we, we're not a victim to anything. We have the ability to control the narrative. We have a, 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 the ability to choose um, where we put our focus. Yeah. And I just, I want, I, I, so I have this, I have a little bit of a story that like after I got sober and I was, I was still experiencing really bad anxiety. Somebody Mm -hmm. had told me the power. They told me about the power of gratitude Mm. and somebody, a friend of mine had told me, this is what you're going to do. And I actually have it in my notes still. This, somebody told me that all throughout the day, open a notes, uh, a little note on your phone that, and then all throughout the day. Every time you have a moment where you realize um, something happened that you're grateful for, write it down, mm-hmm. and it trains your brain to f- look for the for the for the good, for the positive, and for things that you're grateful for. Yeah. And so all, th- and I'm telling you, this was a driving force in my healing yeah. from anxiety because there's a lot of studies that show that wherever um, anxiety is in your brain. Uh, gratitude is also in the same spot. You cannot be anxious and grateful at the same time. So gratitude will actively um, like work against your anxiety. It's the truth. Also, 
Um, I do this with my girlfriends a lot now. If we're sitting there and, you know, complaining, I'll be like, let's all go around the room and, and say three things we're really grateful yeah. for. When you do that, you watch how different the setting is. Everything changes. Everyone's demeanor changes. I, I sorry, I got, so this is, this is January 9th, only 2022. Yeah. So I like did all this stuff and it's so funny to see that when I started doing this, I was grateful for random, like they're just the most random things. Um, at one point I said, uh, I'm grateful that I didn't really disassociate today. Truly. That's how bad of a place yeah. I was in. I was yeah. not, I was not right. Um, and then <laughs> it's so sad. Another moment of healing slash faith that I'm going to get better and everything is okay. <laughs> I can't, I love that. I just, I, this is real. This is real time. Like truly. When was this written? January. It started January 9th, 2022, and I did it every day. But it's funny. As the time goes on, I started bringing Jesus into it more. Grateful for Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Grateful for knowing that nothing lasts, meaning pain and anxiety does not last. It never has and it never will. It never does. It never does. Sorry. This is cool. I love you, Jesus. The healing breath. Um, healing walks. I love Jesus. I started to like healing walks, you guys yeah. going on walks, looking at the trees, the greenery, the birds. Yeah. Thinking about what you're grateful on these walks. Yeah. This improves your brain and mental health. It really, really does. Let's talk about the practical steps to work on being positive and having a positive mood because, of course, Jesus is the answer to everything. Absolutely. First and foremost, and reading the Bible and prayer, but what are practical things you can do? This is a great thing. I really encourage you, open a notepad in your mm-hmm. phone and then all throughout the day, just write things that you're grateful for. Literally, I'll like, I'll pro- if it was me, I'll probably be like, I woke up and got to have a cup of coffee. That makes me so happy. It's mm-hmm. something that I'm grateful for. It's, it is. Another great way to be grateful is to stop looking at the past. Angela and I talk about it all the time. You know, we can never be grateful when we're constantly looking at the past and and wishing what was, it's like we're rejecting God. He brought us to this point for a reason. So we cannot look back. We have to trust that there's something better in the future. Truly. And that will, you will remain so grateful. Yeah. Like, okay, this is good. I trust you, God. This episode of Girls Gone Bible is brought to you by Manukura Honey. Okay, GGB gang, it's getting colder and it's time to think about presents for the people you love. And this miracle of nature just fell in my lap at the perfect time. It's a rare super honey that is 100% natural and has some unique properties. Manukora makes manuka honey, a single origin honey that comes from New Zealand, where the bees only feed on the nectar of the manuka tea tree, making honey that is pure, rich, and complex with a creamier texture that is on a completely different level from the normal honey you find at the supermarket. Manukora sent us a jar and a squeeze bottle of their MGO 850 plus manuka honey, their best selling honey. The 850 Plus Honey has their creamy caramel texture that melts in your mouth, and that is like anything I've ever tried. I've put it in my oatmeal every single day, in my tea at night. I got sick recently, and I would 
have it by the spoonful to soothe my sore throat. It was incredible. If you head to monocora.com slash GGB, you can get $25 off their starter kit, which comes with the MGO 850 plus Manuka honey, a free travel pack honey sticks, a free wooden spoon, and also a free guidebook. It is the perfect gift for a loved one this holiday season. Now, I love the jar and squeeze bottle, but the extra pack of compostable honey sticks is perfect for whenever you're on the go. You can bring them with you when you're traveling traveling or I need a quick snack running errands and they are the perfect energy boost if you're out for a run or at the gym. That's M-A-N-U-K-O-R-A.com slash G-G-B to get $25 off your starter kit. You guys, this is just the ultimate honey. Indulge and try some honey with superpowers from Manukora. It's training yourself to look for the good. Look for God's goodness. Like, it's all around us. People say all the time, like, how can you be happier or how can you want to bring kids into the world when there's so much bad in the world? Yeah. Like, yes, there is so much bad in the world. There is so much good in the world if you choose to focus on it. And me and Ari and all of GGB Gang, because you guys are just like us, we all choose to look at the good. Yeah. You know? And you know what else? When you have this positive mindset, where you're just like, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait for what's to come. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Watch the flow of your life. Watch how God just fl- There's like a certain type of flow yes. that happens. That's why you just have to practice gratitude, practice being happy. Just, it's It's insane how radical your life will change when Mm -hmm. you're in that mindset instead of staying in that scarcity mindset of being afraid and anxious and worrying all day it's not going to change anything yeah complaining what's that going to do it's going to keep you stuck yeah I I love that so much because a a negative heart will truly blind you to the goodness that God is doing in your life. Like he will literally be blessing you and blessing you and you won't be able to see it because you're just so stuck on whatever's not completely exactly the way that you want it. And the sooner you accept that there's going to be a lot in your life that's not going to be the way that you want it to be. That's it. Like it will be. There will be so many things in your life that you want to change. But at the same time, you I know that you can think of 10 things right now to be grateful for. Honestly, if me being in the pain that I was emotionally, which felt so physical, if I can get out of that pain that felt impossible to get out of just by going to church, just by talking with God, by building my personal relationship with him, by watching sermons, by being at church, if I could get out of that deep pain that I was in, anyone can. I can't even tell you like how much peace and happiness I have by devoting myself to him and building that relationship with him. Don't you feel like you, because you went through that pain now it's because I've heard you say it before that like sometimes you're like when something happens, you're like, oh, this is nothing. You want to know what I went through a little while ago? You know, telling you one of the greatest gifts that I feel that I have from God is the gift of coping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he going through hard times like that gives you the ability to cope with things better in the future. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, we say it all the time. Like, I, with the things that I've been through in my life, truly having to get sober, nothing compares to that. Like, nothing that I go through compares to the pain that I experienced then. And so, I'm just so grateful for it for that reason. Everything is like, well, 
I've been here. I can get through it. I've been through much worse. You know? you know, you know, another thing that keeps us grateful and keeps us just alive, I feel like, especially when we're in the car together, worship. Oh, my god! We will be in the worst traffic, the worst moods, and we will put on our worship music together or when we're alone. And we will just sing out loud, even when you don't feel it, just sing out loud. It, guys, it interrupts you from getting into that darkness. Uh-huh. It always will. Worship changes the atmosphere in a room. It changes your heart. It changes your mood. I There are times where I'll be like struggling so much mm-hmm. mentally, and then all of a sudden I'll have a revelation and be like, what am I doing? This I have the answer. This is so easy. Just put on worship and just start singing and praising. And you, even if you don't feel it in the moment, and that's another thing about gratitude is like, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. It's not just something that's circumstantial that good things are happening to you and that means that you're grateful. You're choo- it's it's a choice. You're choosing to be grateful. Just like being a victim, you choose to be a victim. Mm-hmm. I really believe that victim mindset is an absolute choice regardless of what has happened to you in your life. And I'm radically anti-victim mentality because Me too. Cho- choosing to be a victim is a great way to make sure you never succeed in life. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a ch- I, c- I could easily sit there and be like, oh, I went through this as yeah. a kid, never going to get, you know, or you can say, no, I'm going to use this as a testimony to rise me up to be a better person. Exactly. And that's what we have to do when we, when we didn't grow up, you know, in the best families or... Yeah, maybe you did, and you messed up. It's it's all a testimony to do better. At the end not of the day, victim mode. Yeah, at the end of the day, no matter what your story has been like, we all have trauma, and the truth is that. Imagine what my trauma is very little, but yours is massive. Just because mine is little, that's massive to me because that's the most num- yeah. most amount of um, hardship that I've been through. Yeah. So we all, it's just, it's relative. So it's based on our personal experiences and what we've gone through. But like you do have the ability to take every bad thing that has ever happened to you. And that is what happens when you uh, give your life to Jesus is that you have the ability and the th- authority to overcome all of these things and that he will take all these things and use them for good. Yeah. Um, and just for that alone, I'm so grateful. I just, I also, you know how you said like you, you never, um, you never focused on Jesus during Thanksgiving. Mm. I like don't celebrate Thanksgiving. My family is not American. So, I mean, they'll like, we'll get to d- together and have dinner, but it's not like I don't typically like fly home for Thanksgiving. Um, so we never, but this year I truly, I want to have like a true Thanksgiving for Jesus, like have just a day devoted to being grateful to him, which we are, we really are uh, every day. We're one thing that we encourage you guys in your walk with Jesus to have is this gratitude for God and, and for who he is and what Jesus did and for giving us his only son Let's, 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 I wrote some things down. Let's go over what gratitude does. Gratitude improves your brain and your physical health. Gratitude is the antidote of toxic emotion. Mm -hmm. Gratitude improves relationships. Think about when we keep speaking life and we stay positive and we just are so grateful for these people. There have been times where I, we weren't in the best positions and I would just look at them and be like, you know, I'm so grateful for our relationship. And watch the person's face when you say that, yeah. when you speak life into them, when you go, because people, you know, we always talk about people are really hurting and we need to constantly speak life into mm-hmm, each other. That's mm-hmm. what I love about you so much. 
You know, I'll be having the worst day and you'll just look at me and you'll be like, I love you so much, R. And I can't even tell you what that does to me and what that does to my day. I'm I'm like, I'll, I'll literally be like, <gasps> okay. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Well, it's the truth, that right? That's so cute. You know? I... I, I do want to say something about that. Which one was it? Um, Gratitude improves relationships. Improves relationship. We've talked about this so many times, but when you're in a relationship with someone, we haven't been married. I don't know why. Um, we, it, when you're in a relationship with somebody, it's like you have. There are going to be so many things about that. This is back to choosing the way that you feel and what you uh, are focusing on. Being in a relationship with someone, there's going to be so many things about them that are annoying. Yeah. Like you can't share your life with someone and not be annoyed by them. Um, but so you have the you have the option to choose. Am I going to st- constantly think about the things about them that are annoying me? Or am I going to actively choose to look at their good qualities? Yeah. And that is the only way for a marriage and a relationship to survive. Even friendships to survive. Yeah. Me and Ari spend so much time together. Luckily, we are obsessed with each other. So we don't like truly get annoyed by anything. We're like the same person, but we know even if there are moments of like, I don't like this or I don't like that, like we know bigger picture. We have so many things that are so beneficial to our lives in this friendship and so many things we love about each other. And we actively focus on those things. I'm not even kidding you. There are moments where I will look at God and be like, you have taught me such a lesson in my friendship with Angela because it's the truth. We spend so much time together and there's things that like you know, annoy yeah. us that <laughs> like, yeah. we felt like we fought at CVS. Wait, can I tell it really quick? <laughs> Wait, we did. Remember? Oh, so, we fought, yeah. Okay, so we were walking into CVS, and uh, we're and and like I said on on the last episode that sometimes I like won't I I have trouble admitting when I'm wrong. We're walking into CVS, and Ari's telling me something that she thinks that I need to change, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. But I feel like she was beating the point a little bit. Like I, I kept bringing like, it up. I kept like, and then so at one point we're walking into CVS, and I go, okay, like I'm. Seriously, like, I'm getting so annoyed. You're acting a little bit holier than thou, and I just need you to, like, relax because you, I'm like, you've been saved for, like, two years. All right, relax. And then we go into she CVS. out on We it. go into CVS and just part ways. We literally go into different aisles, and in my head, I'm sitting there being like, oh, God, I'm not going to talk to her. I'm not going to, like, blah, blah, whatever. Five minutes later, I'm like, where's Ari? <laughs> and we go and we find each other. And it was like nothing ever happened. But it's yeah. because we focus on the good. That moment means nothing compared to how incredible our friendship is. Yeah, I think I was like, hey, Angie, I love you. You just It's like you just got to let it go. Let it because go. Because bigger picture, you love each other so much. There's so much good yeah. that you can look at in your partner or, or yeah. whatever it is. And it's just, yeah. I, I think love that. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. That's that's one of the biggest things I think I've learned. Like in my next relationship, you accept people for who they are. Yeah. You let it go. Look at the good. Focus on the good. Speak life into them. Yeah. Bring yeah. them up. Don't don't you know tear them down. Absolutely. Um, gratitude opens the door in people and opportunities. Mm. It's the truth. Um, it goes hand in hand with relationships. Um, when you meet people and you, you you come in with a grateful heart and, and again, you, you, you speak life into them and, you're, and you, you have a good heart when you communicate yeah. with them, it's watch the opportunities and how much people will gravitate towards you. There's nothing more attractive than a grateful person. I'm telling you, that joy that you will have in your heart from being grateful is like, it's electric. Like you walk into a room and people want to be around you. Yeah. Nobody wants to be around a complainer. No. It's it- a 
annoying. And and just someone with a good, grateful heart. Yeah. I can when I meet someone, I can see their hearts. I just want to hang out with them all day. Yeah. But I don't want to be around someone who's negative and and speaking bad about people yeah. and things like that. You Absolutely know. Um, oh, and gratitude is the evidence of your maturity. Oof. I mean, Oof. seriously, gratitude is so the evidence of your maturity. That is unbelievable. Yeah. That is so absolutely true and so good. Yeah, spiritual immaturity is when you're constantly complaining. Yeah. You know? Truly. I Because spiritual maturity is knowing what the gospel is. Mm. And the gospel in and of itself is a story of absolute hope. You can't complain when you have so much hope and gratitude in your heart. So if you're constantly complaining, and I'm not saying this to put anyone down, but I just, I think you need to like, Relearn some things, reintroduce yourself to the gospel, like re-educate yourself on who Jesus is. He is He is the, the light and hope. Like there is so much to be grateful for just in the story of Jesus and what he did and the fact that he literally died and then rose from the dead and defeated death and sin. Like, whoa. You know, it's pretty cool. I, I love when I love that you say that because that's been the greatest blessing with reading the gospel is hope. And when you have hope, even in the darkest times, and you can be like, you know what? It's okay. I hold on to hope. That's when the grace of God comes in. And um, I think I just love that hope. Me too. You hold on to hope and know that everything is going to be okay. We need hope. It's like when you lose hope, you're in big trouble. Yeah. Hang on to hope. Hang on to joy. The enemy wants nothing more than to steal your joy and to steal your hope and to steal your peace. And God, does he want to take your gratitude? And so that's like the way that you actively fight the devil is being grateful, yeah. even when he's messing things up in your life. You can't be grateful and be depressed. And guys, I know what depression feels like. I know it's hard. I know sometimes you're in a rut and you just don't know how to get out of it. But... There is always something to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. Say it out loud, praise about it, worship about it. Um, And I think real quick, the last thing I want to say is when you want to be grateful, you help people. You help people around you. You help people that are suffering. You volunteer. Mm. I can't even tell you. And, you know, the day that you and I went and volunteered, I had a really hard day that day. I came home with the biggest smile on my face. Helping people will change your mind, your brain chemistry. It will just, you watch, you watch how, how good life will get. Um, when you help people. Absolutely. We're meant to serve people and also even seeing people when we've gone to Skid Row, like just seeing the living conditions that other people have to be in. I I get back in my car, which like is like, and go to my house and wear my clothes. And I'm just like, what am I talking about? Like every time I've ever complained, what am I talking about? I remember looking at you being like, how could we be complaining about About what we did, what we were just complaining about? So, yeah. Colossians 2, verse 7. Plant your roots in Christ and let him be the foundation for your life. Be strong in your faith, always overflowing with thanksgiving. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. We have so much to be grateful for. You guys have so much to be grateful for. And while we're here, let us say our number one thing that we're grateful for is you guys. 
Really? You we guys? We love you so much. Oh, an announcement. Uh, Girls Got Bible Baptism, December 10th at Mosaic in Hollywood. We will put a description to RSVP in the bio. We, I know it's hard to travel. I know it might be a little expensive to get to LA. If you're able to, please, we will be there. We're not going to be the ones baptizing you, but we will be there to give you a hug right next to you and literally be right next to you while you get baptized. I'm actually so excited to meet you guys in person. You have no we can idea. All, we can all hang out afterwards, spend some time together. We love you so much, guys. Go and be grateful. Go and focus on Jesus. Go literally every time you feel yourself having a negative thought, choose to be like, what can I be grateful for right now? Yes, you know? yes, yes. Even if you're in the storm, sit there in the storm and say, I and am praise. grateful for this. Yes, yes. God is going to get me through. I love you guys. We love you guys so much. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face towards you and give you peace, peace. hope, love, joy, and uh, an extremely grateful heart. Yes. We love you so much, I you guys. We love you so much.